A crazy Karen tries to steal my doctor's appointment spot. I scheduled an appointment at a CVS Minute Clinic to see the doctor. When my time came, the doctor popped out of her office to grab me, and some absolute crazy Karen came from seemingly nowhere and intercepted the doctor, demanding that her child be seen for a strep test. The doctor said she was already with the patient, which was me, and asked if the Karen had made an appointment. The Karen angrily replied, No, but it's an emergency. The doctor told her that all all the appointment spots were filled for the day, and I swear, this lady acted like the doctor was leaving her child to bleed out in the streets. What? You're just not gonna help my child then? Where are we supposed to go? This went back and forth for quite some time, with me getting progressively more angry because it was my time spot and I had other stuff to do. Eventually, someone else, I don't know exactly what their position was, maybe it was the pharmacist, came up to handle the Karen, and the poor doctor nudged her out of the way of the door and ushered me in. Before closing it super fast. I get it sucks when your kid is sick, but strep isn't remotely serious. From the look of the kid, he didn't even have it. I've had strep several times, and the kid looked and sounded fine. If I had a dollar for every Karen I've ever had to put up with in my life, I would probably be a millionaire. If you've ever worked in a customer service situation, then you know that some of these Karens can be absolutely ruthless. And I like to look at Karen as a gender neutral term. There are a lot of guys out there that act insane as well. It's the kind of person that just does not care about other people's needs or their wants. It's all about them and their disgusting, snot-nosed kids. And this lady is no exception. I'm personally really happy that this lady wasn't able to jump in front of the original poster and take their doctor's appointment. But it doesn't surprise me that this Karen tried to insert themselves and sneak one past the doctor. Thankfully, the doctor and the pharmacist were able to handle this with ease and professionalism. Because if that was me, I probably would have lost my cool. And I mean, come on. This lady was freaking out over strep throat. Strep throat is not that serious. I mean, it can be serious, but most situations are just going to be mild cases of strep throat. And if this lady is really that worried about her kid, and if she really thinks it's an emergency, she should go to the hospital, not try to butt in line at a CVS. There's probably an urgent care right next door that she could easily go to. I bet she doesn't want to go to the emergency room because she cares more about money than she does about her kid. And that, in all honesty, is probably the most telling sign that you're dealing with an absolute full-fledged Karen. My boyfriend gets angry when I'm sad. My boyfriend and I have been together for about a year and a half now. Today I felt very down because of what's happening in the world. I was sad and scared. Normally I have the tendency to keep stuff like this to myself and not talk about it. Today was different. So my boyfriend came home from work and I had already started cooking. We were chopping vegetables and I said to him, my heart feels so heavy today. I have world pain with a sad voice. Not angry, not attacking, just sad. And he said, is it because of Ukraine? And I said, yes. He didn't say anything else, just try to comfort me, which I was okay with. I didn't get upset but stayed more quiet than normal. So we kept on cooking and I also did a bit of small talk. I didn't even think my mood could be a problem for him since it had nothing to do with him. It was fine for me. I wasn't very talkative, but that was all. That's why I was so surprised when suddenly he said, Are you going to be like this for the entire evening and not talk? In a very angry tone, which made me really upset. He told me I'm treating him like garbage because I'm not talking to him. He even told me that if someone else saw my behavior, they would agree with him. I'm really really hurt and upset because it's not the first time that I get the impression that he can't handle my emotions whenever they are not cheerful or happy. I can't just be myself in a safe space without him getting upset and especially because I'm not a person that opens up easily. Him basically punishing me for opening up is horrible. We're not talking at the moment and I don't know how to explain myself or how to change this. I already tried to tell him how I feel but all he said was that I was in a terrible mood and treating him like garbage last night which 
I find so unfair. How can I tell him that me being sad is not a reason to get upset? Sounds like the man in this situation really needs to learn how to read the room. I mean, someone else's bad day is not a shot at you. I mean, this is really childish. If anything, this is honestly very toxic. In the story, the lady even says that the man is 48 years old. I mean, how emotionally immature can you be where you can't even handle somebody's bad day? It seems like he's being super selfish right now. People have other emotions besides happiness. That's life. And there should be room in a relationship for all parties to have emotions and emotional capacity to deal with everybody else's feelings. I mean, this just sounds really abusive. What a terrible place to be. I honestly really feel for this lady. Don't teach your cat to turn off the lights or she will use it against you. I like to read in bed, but I do not have a lamp. When I'm ready to sleep, I have to get up and turn the light off. This is not ideal, as it wakes me up right as I'm trying to go to sleep. Coincidentally, I'm really into training my cat. She knows how to high-five, wave, jump through a hoop, etc. So when I ran into the light problem, my first thought was, I'll train the cat to do it. Training her was hard work for both of us. She had to stand on her hind legs on my desk to hit the light switch. And that kind of thing doesn't come naturally to cats. But after two weeks of training, she could consistently turn off the light when I asked her to. This is where things went downhill. I had spent two weeks teaching my cat that every time she turned off the light, I would give her a treat. Pretty great, right? So it only makes sense that when she decided that turning off the light was the solution to any problem under the sun. I'm reading and not giving her enough pets? Turns off the light. I'm in a work meeting and not responding to her meows? She turns off the light. Anytime my cat does not approve of what I'm doing or feels she's being ignored? She turns off the light. Basically, I had to untrain her by stopping the treats and not giving her attention when she flipped the switch. Very sad because for one, it was a cool trick, and for two, untraining was confusing the poor kitty. But I'm happy to report that she has finally stopped leaving me in darkness every time she wants attention. I've now moved on to harmless tricks, hoping that eventually I can teach her how to play blackjack. I guess there's worse things you could teach the cat, like how to open the door. I know some people who own some cats that they can open up doors and get in places you don't want them to get into, and it's an absolute nightmare. Having them turn on and off a lamp is not that bad when compared to the invasion of privacy that someone will have to endure with a door-opening cat. It's really cute, and I think it's really funny, but I can understand the frustration. And trying to untrain that cat from doing that kind of behavior must have been a nightmare. But from the sounds of it, the person telling this story needs to get into cat training. The fact that they were able to train their cat to do that is pretty cool. But I'm predicting that if they're going to teach their cat how to slap objects, pretty soon the cat's going to start slapping them. I accidentally found my boyfriend's engagement ring. My boyfriend knows I'm a clean freak, and I'm constantly cleaning everything inside and out, even the bedside drawers. My boyfriend loves when I'm reorganizing his stuff, as long as I don't throw things away without his permission. So I'm cleaning and reorganizing things. When I opened up his bedside drawer to organize it again for the 80th time. Inside, I find this huge box after pulling everything out, and I'm thinking in my head, it's gotta be earrings or something. So I open it up, and it's an engagement ring. In my defense, it literally looks like all those boxes that you would find earrings in. So I wouldn't think that there was a ring specifically in there. If anything, a necklace or some other large jewelry. The box itself was really big, so it kind of threw me off. Anyways, he's really good at surprises, and I love being surprised. Now I feel so bad I found it. I put it back immediately and left his drawer mess so he doesn't know I found it. But I most definitely killed the surprise of not knowing he's planning this and what the ring looks like. We have dated for four years, but I didn't have a clue he was planning on it anytime soon. For now, I'm just going to try to pretend like I don't know what's happening. This is a classic case of the wrong place at the wrong time. I think it's a really cute story that they're planning on getting married, but it's rough that she found out before he was going to tell her. But in all honesty, this is 100% on the boyfriend for not finding
finding a better place to hide it. He knows from this story that she reorganizes and cleans everything. Why would he pick the most obvious spot to put an engagement ring, like his bedside drawer? That is not a good spot. You gotta lock that away, man. You can't just leave that out in the open. Of course she's gonna find it. The other side of me is thinking, well, maybe he wanted her to find it. So maybe he left it there on purpose. But it's such a weird play. Why on earth would he do that? It seems like to me that the boyfriend was just absolutely careless with this engagement ring. And it's his own fault for letting this fall into his girlfriend's hands. And while she's super excited to get married to her boyfriend, at the end of the day, he kind of ruined the surprise on his own without actually doing anything. But I'm sure this will work out and it sounds like the girlfriend's still really excited about it. Am I the jerk for calling a co-worker by the wrong name for seven months? I started at a new job in August of last year. It's a small company of five full-time staff members and one part-timer. I am the newest full-time employee by about seven years and the youngest by at least 20. I say this all to mean that as a naturally anxious person, I in no way, shape, or form have felt any ill will, false superiority, or any of those other things towards any of my co-workers. I try to keep to myself and be as least bothersome as possible, knowing I am an outsider to their system. I speak quietly and try to be as polite as possible, and have occasionally shared drinks or parts of my lunch I thought they'd enjoy, trying to be perceived as both out of the way and friendly in case hard times come to our business, and layoffs end up being on the table. I thought I had been succeeding on this front until a few days ago. For the first several months at the company, I only really interacted with three co-workers on a daily basis, and I would speak to our graphic designer named Mandy maybe once a week or so. I have no idea how or why or when, but at some point, I messed up her name and called her Mary instead. When she didn't correct me on it, my brain instantly decided her name was Mary from then on. Whenever I spoke to co-workers about Mary, nobody corrected me. In all of my conversations with her, which usually began with me calling her Mary, I was never corrected. Similarly, my brain never clicked and called me a moron when those same co-workers would talk about Mandy. Fast forward to a month ago, and they're beginning to have me train on some of Mandy's tasks to lighten her workload. Once or multiple times a week, I interact with her for longer periods of time, and I somehow still didn't catch on until I saw her business cards a few days ago. I realized with horror that I had been calling Mandy Mary for seven months. I know it upsets people when you call them by the wrong name repeatedly, as I used to have a teacher in middle school that called me by the wrong name all year. So if I had been corrected a single time, I would have been mortified and corrected myself immediately. Now I'm not sure I shouldn't quit and find a nice hole to die in. So much for trying to be liked by my coworkers. I haven't apologized yet because I don't know how to at this point. And even though I've tried committing Mandy to my brain, on occasion, Mary still slips out. I'm getting better about it, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like enough. I'm just confused as to why nobody has tried to correct me this whole time. I feel like such an idiot. I want to make it up to her and apologize, unless it would somehow make things worse. But I really don't know how to do so without making it weird. I was thinking maybe a cake and an apology note, but I don't want to seem like I think it's silly or somehow worth celebrating. What should I do? This is tragic, because there's nothing worse than calling someone by the wrong name, and then that person never correcting you. For seven months. I mean, how did nobody say anything for seven months? That is such a long time. If someone was calling me by the wrong name, I would probably correct them right away and just say, hey, it's this instead of this. But to just let it slide for seven months? Ooh, brutal. I can understand where this person's coming from. I would absolutely want to quit and not be there anymore. How horribly embarrassing is that? And why would the coworkers not say anything? That's actually horribly toxic. It's either they blatantly just didn't say anything because they just didn't care or they 
willingly didn't say anything and probably made fun of this person behind their back. I mean, I can see both things happening. It just really sucks that they had to be on the receiving end of this. Am I the jerk for not telling my husband I won the lottery? The lottery winning took place back in August 2014. My husband and I were married in October 2014. It wasn't a fortune, but enough to make a difference. After taxes, it came out to write about $480,000. Most people would be over the moon, but I panicked. I didn't want our life to be turned upside down because we had extra money now. I was still legally single at the time, and so I was able to accept it anonymously without the need to tell anyone else. So I didn't tell anyone else. Not a single soul. Not my husband, my parents, siblings, best friends, anyone. Only the state and federal governments. On top of that, my husband has a tendency to spend things we don't need and that aren't going to benefit us in the long run. So I didn't want our money to be blown quickly on stupid stuff like cards and clothes. I opened a new bank account with a national credit card union and put the check in. I got started with a financial advisor by the name of Keith, who guided me into investing in local businesses and real estate. And that's that. It's been sitting there since. Flash forward to today. I'm doing dishes, getting ready to start making dinner, and my phone rings. I can't get to it, but I figure I'll call them back. Then I get a text. No big deal. I'll get to it in a minute. But my husband came into the kitchen and glanced at my phone to let me know who texts me and called me, which he always does if my hands are full. It's my financial advisor, Keith. He called and texted me to let me know my account just hit $1 million after one of the energy companies I invested in soared recently. My husband is stunned. He has no clue what to even say, staring at me until he says, we have a million dollars? I was so flushed, but finally just sat him down and explained the situation. He's very mad at me for never telling him about this. He asks if my family knows, and I tell him that no one knows except the IRS and my financial advisor. It took him a few hours to finally be able to really talk to me. At the end of the silence, he told me he's proud of me for investing into our future, but he needs a few days to clear his head, because he feels like I hit a huge part of myself from him. We might just need to take a vacation now. This is a hilarious story, because personally, I would not be upset if my wife came to me and said, hey, we're millionaires. Like, that's awesome. That's probably the coolest text I could possibly look for. I think it's silly that the guy in this situation is somehow upset over this. Like, dude, your wife is awesome. She made bank and she prepared for your future. The wife goes on to say that they already make good money from both of the jobs that they have, so they're not hurting at all. This is literally just icing on the cake. This is like retirement funds. These people are set for life if things go as planned. I think it's such a cool story and it's something that you would hope would happen to you. I don't think the lady's the jerk in this situation because I honestly would have done the same thing. I would have done whatever it takes to make sure that my finances are taken care of. And she did everything correct. So good on her for doing this because honestly, this is going to benefit her and her family in the long run. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe for more. Turn on notifications so you never miss a video.